Turn with me to Genesis chapter 39 as our opening scripture. Genesis 39, and we are going to read from verses 1 up to verse 4, 5. Genesis 39, blessed be the name of the Lord. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph and he was successful. He was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with Joseph and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of the house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in his house and in the field. Heavenly Father, we usher ourselves unto thy throne. We lay prostrate to be ministered. What you did to the lips of Isaiah, sanctifying them, do it to my lips. I pray that as your word goes forth, it shall not come back void. May the prayers of the saints towards this convention be answered. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. I want to share with you from this passage of scripture and other few scriptures that I will refer to. But my topic this morning shall be Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. Because immediately when we read, read verse 5 of the chapter we have just read, it says, so it was from the time that he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. I wish I could minister to Potiphar, the officer in Egypt, in Africa. I wish I could remind him that Potiphar, your name was not in the map. To say Potiphar, God never intended to bless you. Potiphar, you are an Egyptian. Potiphar, you worship gods. Potiphar, you are not a Jew. Potiphar, whatever is happening in your house, don't forget, you are not connected. Somebody, somebody is connected. 
It's the only advantage that he stayed in your house. And when you are blessed, Potiphar, remember you were blessed for Joseph's sake. And I want you, everyone, to remember that when the blessing of the Lord came upon you, for whose sake did it come? Because there's a reason why you were blessed. There's a reason why you were promoted. There's a reason why you were, you were, you, you, you were rescued from that accident. There's a reason. But usually, men in comfort forget those who worked for him. In adversity, people know your name. I mean, in, in sorry, sorry, in comfort zone, in, people know, friends know you, but in adversity, you know your friends. Those who, those who never came to what you have, but those who came to you. When you had nothing, when you had no name, when you were classless, when you were not on the map, they were there with you. They were there with you when you were barefooted. They were there with you when you had the 34 members in the church, but they stood with you. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. When God blessed you, he has seen more others beyond you. The blessing is bigger than you as an individual. The blessing is not for one generation. It's for generations. It only came through you. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? This Grace Bible Church could be in KwaZulu-Natal. But it happened to be positioned here. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? And God positioned you here because he saw others beyond you. God put you where you are because he saw communities that you must touch. Communities you must convert. And the rate of crime here in Pinville is down because of this church. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. May the Holy Ghost help us and remind us that what we did not become what we are for our sake. We are not the cul-de-sac of blessings. They don't end with us. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. Three things I'm sharing with you. Number one, Forget not for whose sake were you raised. In Joshua chapter 3 verse 7, it reads, Joshua chapter 3 verse 7, powerful scripture. Amen. Let's start this day. This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of Israel. That they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And I like how God announced this to Joshua himself. He said to Joshua, even thou Moses is no more. 
this day is different from other days in your life. He said, this day I, I, the Lord, have begun to exalt you. It teaches me that exaltation is a process. God had to begin somewhere to exalt you. It doesn't come like a shot of a bullet. It comes in a process. Thank you. God says, I have begun. Listen to me. Don't grow weary when God has just begun. And don't be threatened with those God is finishing. With you, he has just begun. You can tell your neighbor as a neighbor. Where I am is not where I belong. It's where I'm passing through. God has just begun. Don't write me off. Soon I will be there. But God has just begun. He is exalting me. Joshua did not exalt himself. The only problem with the guy who tried to exalt himself, his name was Lucifer. He was an archangel. He tried to exalt himself and he fell on planet earth. Wait until God exalts you. Don't raise yourself up. Wait until God exalts you. And good news about it, if God exalts you, nobody can put you down. Because it is God who exalts you. He said to Joshua, I have begun to exalt you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I have begun to exalt you. Amen. When we read Acts chapter 1 verse 9, look at that one. Acts chapter 1 verse 9. It reads, Now when he had spoken these things, while they were watched, while they watched, he was taken up and the cloud received him out of their sight. Huh? While they were watching, he was taken up. Another version says, he was lifted up. He was God, member of Trinity. But he never abused the power that was in him. He waited until he was lifted up. He did not lift himself. He waited until the lifter lifted him up. Wait until your time has come. Wait until your hour has arrived. The lifter will lift you up. You will not remain where you are forever. Jesus was lifted up. And he never forgot why he was lifted up. He was lifted up. He ascended so that he could descend. Because he will not descend unless he has ascended. And when he descends, it will not be for his sake. Mm -hmm. It will be for my sake. He'll become to take me up where he ascended. 
And let me tell you, he may not know when is he coming back. But the fact is, there is a second coming. Even if we are not preaching it these days, but there is a second coming. One day he will come back. One day he will come and take his church. We will not stay in our houses forever. We will not drive our cars forever. We will not be in that planet as forever. We will not be solving all the problems forever. There comes a day when we shall be lifted up. Oh, goodness and mercy. I like the song that says when we all go to heaven what a joy and rejoicing shall it be one day when rapture takes place don't report the case to the police I have not I have not lost I have been taken up because there shall come a time where we shall be taken up we won't stay in this building forever this is temporary we will be taken up when a man has built umkuku he is not staying there forever he's waiting for his mansion he's about to build the mansion that is coming umkuku is temporary a tent is temporary but the real house is coming there is a home above where we are going But you don't lift yourself up. He will lift you up. Amen. But my message is when you are lifted up, forget not. Forget not. It's easy that sometimes when you use a ladder to climb the rooftop, the ladder becomes valuable and very important. And you step on it very carefully. But after you're on, on the rooftop, huh? you don't even ask the boys to, to remove the ladder and put it somewhere. You kick it. Are you kicking the ladder? Now that you're on the rooftop, the ladder has lost the value. I wish the ladder could speak and say, kick me away. I will see how you will come down. Just kick me away. You've forgotten the work I've done. You've forgotten the lifting that took place. Forget not for whose sake. Were you blessed? The spare wheel in a Toyota van is put underneath. And when a car is taken to the cash car wash, the spare wheel is not washed. I see it seated under. It's full of dust in the village. Nobody checks it. And when you add, they ask you how many tires does your car have? You say four. What about the spare wheel? Huh? No recognition. Nothing is said. And I see you driving in the midst of the bush in the night. I see you driving to Mpumalanga. When you come to that area where it says, stop at your own risk. And then you have a puncture. I 
I see you coming out taking that rod you want to pull down the spare wheel I hear the spare wheel communicating and says now I am a tire but I've never been washed I've never been checked now I'm a tire I see the spare wheel drop down when you pick it up it says I will show you I don't have air and you are inside and know a place of no more, nobody's place. Look at the neighbor say neighbor. Even if I'm a spare wheel. I'm still a tire. Check on me. Check on me. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? Somebody say amen. Amen. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. May the good God give us this grace in Jesus name. And number two. Refuse comfort zone to make you forget. Refute any comfort, refuse any comfort zone to make you forget where you come from. Most of you who are staying here in Soweto, in Santon, beautiful houses, your parents never originated here. And please don't forget where you come from. Look at your neighbor. I see on your face an element of a village somewhere. Bishop Matebula, I see an element in you of a village somewhere in South Africa. <laughs> Refuse to forget. Refuse comfort zone to make you forget where you come from. This church, some many years ago, was in a classroom, a school hall somewhere. And when you are here, forget not where you come from. I like how this church treats other stakeholders. Some funerals of big politicians are held here. Because this church, when it was still small, it was also hiring other buildings. Forget not where you come from. Look at 39. He says, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Somebody said, Down to Egypt. Let me tell you, I've been to Israel. Even this year, I went there. Egypt is down. Physically, geographically, Egypt is down. And spiritually, unfortunately, Egypt is down. When we drove from Egypt to Israel, to Jerusalem, 
The moment we came at the foot of Jerusalem, we climbed the hill. Jerusalem is on top of the hill. But Egypt is down. And Joseph was sold to Potiphar. And he was taken down in Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from it, the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. Now, uh, now, 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 now this is too much for me. Because he's down already. But the Lord went down for his sake. Oh, come on. The Lord went down to Egypt. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as the Lord with you, is with you, he will bless you. He will lift you up. He will raise you up. Doesn't matter the level. Oh, I see God going down. If there were people asking, where are you going, Lord? He said, there is Joseph down there. I'm going down there for Joseph. Whether you stay in a shack, God does not, is not afraid of a shack. God will go down. Whether you sleep on planet earth, God will come down. You are important, my dear. Even if you are the only sinner on planet earth, Jesus will still die at the cross for you. You are important, my dear. He went down to Egypt. I don't know which down are you, but I've got a message for you that there's no down that Jesus cannot reach. When we are gathered like this, we don't come from the same family situation. Not family set up. Some of you woke up from a single bed. Are you aware that you don't need a double bed to create a baby? And the Bible says in verse 2, it says the Lord in verse 3, and his master saw that the Lord was with Joseph and that the Lord had made all he did to prosper in his hand. I said, God, may God open our eyes like the eyes of Potiphar. Huh? Potiphar was able to see on which side God was. He was able to see the side where God was standing. Psalm 124 says, If the Lord had not been with us, the enemy would have torn us apart. But because the Lord has been with us, so we are blessed. When you are in this house, check on which side is the Lord. Joseph was a slave. Joseph was bought. But the Lord was on his side. You might be seated next to a person who is barefooted, but the Lord is on the side of that person. You might have come with a person who is not mobile, who will go by your lift, but the Lord is on the side of a pedestrian. You should check on which side is the Lord. Even if you are a husband and the head of the family, check. Maybe the Lord is on the side of your wife. Check on which side is the Lord. Potiphar discovered 
besides where the Lord was. When he saw that the Lord was with Joseph, Potiphar took all his belongings and he put them under the authority of Joseph. He took the livestock. He took the administration of the house. He put the, everything under Joseph except his wife. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. The moment everything was under Joseph, look at this. Then the Lord said God was waiting for this. Some of us, we have got a Joseph in the house. But we have never put everything under Joseph. You keep on surprising Joseph. Joseph is asking, why are you seem to be have driven so long said now i'm still uh, now i'm no longer staying here I, 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 i'm staying in uh uh Jam, Jamston. how why didn't you tell us no fundi say it was it came as a surprise okay we are here seated here now you come by a mini helicopter and you land and then we're asking as to whether some government officials are visiting. And one who comes out is you. But you never talk to Joseph. What if you don't land and you crash? Come on, talk to your neighbor. Say, Does Joseph know what is happening around your life? Come on, talk to your neighbor. Does Joseph know these things? Remember. Remember, you were blessed. For the sake of. Don't forget for whose sake were you blessed. Don't forget for whose sake were you blessed. He put everything. When Joseph realized that. I mean when Potiphar realized that God was on the side of Joseph. He, only, he didn't only do that. Even Joseph saved, saved Potiphar. Verse 4. The one who was supposed to be saved started to give service. You will not go far if you have not learned, if you have not registered in a school where you learn how to serve your enemies. You need to graduate in a school of serving your enemies. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 12, he says, Revenge belongs to the Lord. Do not revenge. He said, if your enemy is hungry, give him something to eat. If he's thirsty, let him drink. He said, by doing so, huh? you have put burning coals upon the head of your enemy. What was Paul teaching us? Paul was teaching us how to serve our enemies. And when we are serving each other as friends, we call each other for lunch as friend. And Jesus ate with the, Pharisee, with the Pharisee. He ate with sinners. He was a friend of sinners. If you have not learned to serve your enemy, you will never overcome evil by doing good. You only overcome evil by doing good when you serve your enemy. Look at verse 4. 
Oh my God, thank you Jesus. Look at verse 4. So Joseph found favor in the sight and saved him and did what? Who was the him here? Potiphar. The man who is blessed. The man on whose sake was Potiphar blessed. He is saving. Oh, this is too much, man. When David was anointed, he still shepherded the flock with an anointing. Ah, man, this is too much. Huh? He's still saving with an anointing. Some of us, if you pray for the sick, who is has got a headache because he slept late, and you pray. Just because he slept. And you lay hand on that person. And the person fall on his back. Because he slept late. You, you can, nobody can, can handle you anymore. You can't save anymore. And David was saving with an anointing. He was a shepherd with an anointing. When we go to the conferences of Jack Howard Mills, we see medical doctors cleaning toilets. Chartered accountants are ushers. Huh? You have just passed grade 12. Doc, doc, come here. I'm a village preacher. So you check the time for me. When 10 minutes is left, you conscientize me. Seven minutes left. You see now. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. Somebody say amen. There is a facilitator. There is a connector. There is somebody whom God knows. There is somebody whom God used for you to be baptized. For you to your marriage to be dedicated. For your children to be dedicated. Somebody introduced you for the first time to some Americans when they came to this church. There was no way you have known them. Somebody introduced you to a Bible college. Forget not for whose sake were you blessed. Listen, in the natural, you did not pass that interview. No. No. You didn't pass that interview. But because God saw this church, he made, ah, yes. he made you to pass the interview when you failed it for the sake of this church. Listen to me. In the natural, you were not worth for the promotion. But because so the financial need of this church, you were promoted. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? Listen. 
if it was not this ministry, when, especially when, when, you would not have, listen, you would not have gotten married to that lady. The church displayed her on the worship team. You were looking at her every day. When, forget not, man. For whose sake were you blessed? How? Listen. If you were not married to a pastor, forget not. If you were not married to the kind of a pastor you are married to, woman of God, nobody would be knowing you. You were not on the map. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? Forget not, for whose sake were you blessed? Listen to this. It is important while you are still alive to forget not the Joseph. The Joseph is a connector. The Joseph is the one God knows. Listen to me. Gabriel never came at the blessing of your marriage. Because Joseph was already there. You were blessed by the same hands. Forget not. For whose sake were you blessed? And there are people who only connect with Joseph and they care not about Joseph's wife and Joseph's children. You are here in this church for 10 years. We ask you the name of the bishop's son. You can't remember it. What are you here for? For 10 years, you can't even remember. My goodness. You don't even know the size of the shoes of the first lady of this house. There are people who only love the pastor, the bishop, and they say, the bishop, I flow well with him. But I have some difficulties with his wife. Shut up, Wena. What have you come here for? Don't you know they are one flesh? How can you fellowship with my ear and don't fellowship with my nose? Don't you know where we are in one body? Forget not for whose sake. Talk to your neighbor as I close. Say to neighbor, if it was not my pastor, I wouldn't be where I am now. May the Holy Ghost remind you where you come from. And painfully so. Verse 19 and 20 as we close. 
painfully so. 19 and 20. 39. It's very painful. Look at that one. So it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, your servant did to me after this manner, that his anger was aroused. 20. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison, painfully so. Potiphar had forgotten. Church, Potiphar had forgotten. When the wife said, this Hebrew young man you left here, wanted to abuse me sexually. I screamed. And when he heard the scream, he, 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 he fled and left the, his coat. Here is the coat. Exhibition. Huh? To, to show that Joseph was around, the Bible said, and Potiphar was angry. He took Joseph he never sent people to look for Joseph. He was right there. My problem, which affects all of you, is this. Believing a story from one side. What is dangerous to the church is when you believe a story from one side. And this man, Potiphar, took Joseph. Oh my God. He couldn't even ask him, Joseph, exactly what happened. Most of the maids servant, they suffer consequences. They are not even asked. They are fired. Yet what has been reported was done by the children. But a maid servant is fired. That's why you have got so many maid servants. You are 20 years in the house, but you have got 24 maid servants. <laughs> the story is heard from one side. In the court of law, they will never prosecute you and sentence you until all witnesses have witnessed. Not from one side. How many people here? Have you hold grudges with because of a story from one side? There are people you look at from their facial expression. They look like they are the one who did what this and that. It is only that their facial expression is not like yours. But they didn't do it. Before you go too far, ask the other side of the story. A 50 rand note. The old one. It has got a lion on it. Huh? So don't throw it away and say, there is a lion in this money. <laughs> Go to the other side, you'll find a metropolitan city on the other side of the 50 rand. <laughs> don't receive a story from one side. The person you are holding a grudge with, are you sure? Do you have 
have evidence from both sides. The Bible says, if an elder is accused, huh, there must be three witnesses. Now, these are not street witnesses you picked up. These are eyewitnesses who have seen it. Believing a story from one side makes you forget where you come from. How can Potiphar forget? How can Potiphar put a blessing in prison? Because God can use any situation. He made Joseph to meet other people whom he interpreted their dreams. It took so long because somebody believed the story from one side. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. I don't trust the person who told me. I trust you. Lift up your right hand where I pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the Holy Spirit will remind me where I come from. Will remind me those who bought me bought for me the first textbook. Will remind me those who paid my school fees. Will remind me those who stood with me when there was nobody next to me. Those who believed in me when nobody could believe in me. I shall forget not for whose sake I was blessed in Jesus name in Jesus name receive the grace receive the grace towards your prayer in the mighty name of Jesus give God a hand of praise